in a world where a millennial and a non-millennial make a podcast. Live from the Thailand studios in beautiful downtown North Hollywood, it's the Me and Marcus Show. Hello and welcome to whatever episode this is of Me and Marcus. I know. What episode is it? I want to say 10. Am I wrong? No, I think it's 11, right? Because... Mm. Fuck, I don't know. I've lost count, man. How's your day going? You know what? It's going good. I'm having a... I'm having a flashback of April 29th, 1992, when the L.A. riots occurred. Mm, Really? Because they beat this poor man to a pulp. This man's name was Rodney King, and it was caught... It's really the first time that... They really caught the injustice of police brutality against a black man on video. And so it went to trial and all these guys got off. Yeah. And that was it. That was the flashpoint. Wow. The city. I mean, if you watch footage from that, it'll blow your mind. Really? Yeah. The city burned. Isn't this a happy thing to start the... (laughs) Such a bummer. I was just (laughs) thinking about it, though, because of where we're at now. And yes, we've come we've come a long way, but there's still a lot of work to be done. And uh, we had a guy named Daryl Gates. This guy, Ashley, was horrendous. I'm not Ashley. (laughs) Why do it? Why do we keep doing this? Why do I call you? Who is Ashley? It's this other girl I do a podcast with. Mm. Fuck, how do I, why is that? I'm You kind of sure. look like an, you know what? Ashley could be your, uh, the, another identity. I'm going to have a bunch of paperwork made up for you. <laughs> God, what am I, fucking 70? <laughs> Ashley. Anyways, Chelsea and Ashley, I feel <laughs> like could be intermergeable. Mm. You can use that word now. You can add that to the internet words. Not too bad. Anyways, there was this guy named Daryl Gates who was really gnarly. He was extremely militaristic. He started what was called the SWAT team, Special Weapons and Tactics team. Mm -hmm. He basically co-signed what was called the chokehold and did used excessive force in the areas of South Central. You know what? On people of color in general. Mm. So I'm glad that we've come a long way, but... I just, I thought about it, and yeah. I was reminded about it, and I realized we still have a long way to go in the area of sure. marginalizing people. So, but anyways, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy National Shrimp Scampi Day. I think I'm going to back that. It's I think so I'm going to back the shrimp scampi. Yeah, I used to eat a lot of shrimp scampi when I lived on the East Coast. I haven't really fucked with it in a, in a while. I'm, I'm so wondering delish. if there's a place down the street that I can do a Sunday mm, You can make some. Buffet. Yeah, I could. I could really Whip get the shrimp. Up. I could do that. I might consider it. It's not my night to cook, but I might make a special concession. It's for also that. International Ashley. Dance Day. <laughs> these see, these are days I back. Yeah. Especially that one because it's international. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get up and dance? It's also Viral Video Day. That's fucking every day. I don't need to be reminded of that when I get stuck in the K-hole of cat world. Or zipper day. Zippers up or zipper down day? Uh, the picture shows as if it's down. So ah, so is sure. that a... Uh, 
You mean, is that in the invention of Zip, Brian? What the fuck? You got to be more clear of these days. I don't like vague days. Yeah. I mean, that's every day, though. Every day is vague. Everyone's pissed. It is if you're traumatized like I'm I am. I'm not pissed today, though. I've had a fantastic Sunday. Let's hear a, about it. Because I had... after I brought the whole fucking show down, we lost about 47 <laughs> out of the 48 <laughs> listeners we have with my shit. Go ahead. I had a wonderful day of golf today. Nice. I, sh- I played well. Good. The Cavs won the first round. Your team. So. Wow. But goodbye, Pacers. You know what I mean? Yeah, you must be happy yeah. about that. Uh, last e- yesterday evening, I had a, I had a rough patch, and I got to vent to my friend Doug about. So you know, okay, I think Los Angeles motto is, "Oh, you want to park? Nah." Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's oh, their shit, motto. I'm sorry, I'm just ripping things apart here. Um, That's their motto. You want to park? Nah. It's pretty scandalous. Nah. So when there is parking, it's compact car parking, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh. I drive a Ford Fusion. Okay. It's small, but it's not that small. Like it looks no, like No, it's these, in betwixt. It looks like these parking spots are given to the lot by Baby Gap. <laughs> and they're like, "Eh, make it work." You right, know? Right, right. So, Where was this uh catastrophe? Where did this Sherman take place? Oaks last night we went to Medici, me, Doug, oh, yeah. Gabby, That's not bad, Roy. That place. Yeah, and you like, drove everybody? No, we all drove. We literally all drove separate. Oh, well, you guys are fucked for yeah. even doing that. You take four cars on a Saturday well, we're night. We're all coming from different directions. So you park in a at a location that's a couple Here, I I got the answer for you. I've been dealing with this for a long time. Okay. You guys all park a block or two away where you know there's ample parking and you take one car. God, that's such a good idea. Just, I have to, you know, these are not easy things when you're from out of town. This, is, this takes yeah. a lot of ass whoopings. That is a good idea. By the Department of Transportation <laughs> because yeah. I've gotten tickets, I've dealt with. That way there's four people in one car and if there's no parking, valet, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So just, you know, a little food for thought because yeah. you guys all had to take a separate car there. That means four <laughs> people frustrated with traffic and parking. There's no parking fucking anywhere, man. <clears throat> Especially on a Saturday night in where? Sherman Oaks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's right out. Right off of Ventura. They all go out to eat. Medici's so good, though. That pizza was tight. Yeah, I've had that before. I'm pretty so impressed good. with the pizza, how it's come along on the West Coast because it used to be years and years ago. I got a beautiful white pizza. With prosciutto. Wait, white? White pizza. For a white girl. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking it's about? very fitting. So, oh, I know what you're no, talking no about. Red no sauce. sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are good. I feel God, cheated. It's so, so garlicky. I love garlic. Yeah, it's very garlicky. You know what oh. I like? Here's what you can do. My God, that chair is so this loud. Is, <laughs> Jesus. Is it? Sorry. It's not the chair. I'm 40 pounds <laughs> overweight. You could hear it in my nasally is it voice. Your, is it your joints? My throat's choking from all the fat that's wrapped around it. In joints. LA, if you're 10 pounds overweight, you, it's fucking 50 pounds anywhere mm. else in the country. Yeah. Did I say that right? No, no. no. If you're 50 pounds over, <laughs> figure it out and get back to me. Please, yeah. somebody give me an answer. Yeah. You know what we mean. <laughs> I like this conversation we're having. It feels very relaxed. Thank you for letting me vent my fucking yeah. April 29th, Florence and Normandy, Rodney King story. Because yeah. it does, when you see your city burning, it's traumatizing. For sure. Um, back to the white pizza. Mm. Yes. What I like to do so I don't feel totally cheated with the red sauce is I get the pizza mm. and I get a side of bolognese. Mm. 
dip it in occasionally, just just so I know because I'll get I get anxiety if yeah. there's no red sauce on the pizza. Really, I always ask anxious. for I get a little anxious. I always ask for light sauce because so you do get a light red sauce. If I get a pizza with red sauce on oh, it, oh, you like less sauce, less like as light sauce because if it's like drenched in sauce, I'm upset. And then it drips everywhere. The crust is all good soggy. Po- yeah, actually, it's that's a really good point. So it's maybe I'll fun. just get sauce on the side. Yeah. You know or what? I like a crispy crust. You know what I'm going to do? Mm. I'm just going to get the crust and have everything on the side. And when they deliver it to me, I'll make just it at home. cheesy garlic bread and be like, can I get a side of marinara? That's pizza that's right it. there. <laughs> Alamode style. Add pepperoni. You're good Italiano to go. Italiano Alamode. Add prosciutto. What's that shitty place that's a... What's that place with the bottomless pasta bowl and all that? CC's? I don't know about CC's. There's this other place. It's where like they, a pizza bar. They call it Hospitaliano. No, this is a big nationwide chain. I can't mm. think of the name of it because I've never even been there. Pasta bowl. Olive Garden? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm thinking is, breadsticks. That is no garden, folks. No, it's That not. is a garden of hell. It's kind of like plastic Italian food. Yeah, it's <laughs> very much like plastic Italian it's food. It's like the subway of Italian food, you know? You're, hey, I'm you're fucking it. hitting on all cylinders today. <laughs> I'm really impressed. Yes, it on is. It. <laughs> It's like the subway of Italian food if the Italian food got run over by a subway. Right. Exactly that. <laughs> yes. And. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And. We have uh, some very, we have some improv skills here. Very little. but Speaking little. of improv, our guest today. Is this me, me and you are done talking? Because no, I, I feel just, like I, I wanted bond to bring more. her up. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I wanted to bring her up and just get people ready and then we'll build a little bit more suspense. Yes. <sighs> She's hilarious. I'm still laughing from when we recorded from her. We had a good time, yes. Wait, are we allowed to talk about recording? We already recorded. (laughs) Yeah, screw it. We recorded with her pre-today. Oh, yes, we did. And it was wonderful. That's why you're getting this uh, aftermarket value after whatever, aftercast. Yeah. I have to say, um, I I like that she stood up for certain things Yeah. Mm -hmm. that she was very clear about. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, one being the marginalization of people in general and and yeah. women in comedy. I don't know if that will be on the podcast itself, but I think it was more of the conversation we had. Yeah, bef- maybe before or after the microphones were after. on. Yeah, but what a really funny woman, and, and from the Annoyance Theater, and yeah. there's some teachers I've had that have been th- through that teacher through that theater, and I just want to throw this out there, even though they're not paying us. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to the Pack Theater because it's an amazing place to do improv. Mm. It's very indie. I love UCB. I love all the theaters. Yeah. But the Pack has a really indie feel that UCB had when it first started on Franklin. And I'm just pushing the Pack because it could use support. Go take classes there. If you come visit LA, check it out. Yeah, if you come visit LA, check it out. Yeah. In fact, I think me, you, and Roy, I'll, I'll pick a night for us to go. There's a okay. sh- show called Miles and Heather that would blow your mind. I He's, love to laugh. So you are a laugher. I enjoy laughing. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You have a great voice. I oh. wanted to say that. But not just singing. We know that. <laughs> I was going to say Ashley again. We know that Chelsea. The fuck is Ashley? Maybe Ashley could be your like singer name. Oh. 
I'll think about it. <laughs> I want to do that. I want to have two yous like that. Like some someone's going to be doing one thing. Ashley's going to be my next character. Yes. Hi. Yeah. Oh, you got it. With vocal fry. Listen. Yeah, vocal fry. You got to go heavy vocal fry with a name like Ashley. Or Brittany. Brittany and Ashley have, I just already, I know, they have vocal fry. Where is the trailer? Where is hair and makeup? It's perfect. (laughs) I love that. That vocal fry is so annoying. That is a big LA thing. (laughs) Or, right, saying it with like a question. It's like, this place is the best? This place is the best? Yeah, like it's a dangling like thing. Like you don't even understand. Right, right. That. Why I'm even trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> vocal fry. There's a whole class. I think you can take a course in vocal fry if you're lacking. Or you can YouTube it. I or just watch I'm Keeping guilty. Up with the Kardashians. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Or anybody on NPR. They yeah. all have vocal fry in there. Thank goodness. I know I'm guilty once in a while of vocal fry, but it's really me. It's just it's just vocal laziness. I'm lazy as shit. Ah, fuck it. I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. Man, mm-hmm. man, man. That's vocal fry. Mm, There's really? levels of vocal fry. I don't fry. ever hear you do that on this podcast. Well, that's vocal boil. Mm. Okay. There's fry... There's vocal fry. There's vocal deep fry. Deep yeah, fry. Deep fry. Ooh, ooh. Now I then want Popeyes. Bop- <laughs> okay. Do you eat Popeyes? Yeah. It's Look delicious. That's amazing that you love the Have biscuits. Have you ever? Oh, my God. No, I can't Can we just talk about their biscuits? Listen, you're so 20 buttery. something. I'm not going to scream out. You're eight. I'm almost 27. Okay, but you like, oh, you are? I would have never guessed that. Like, I look like I'm 18 sometimes. Yeah, you do. You look very young. But sometimes what I'm saying I get is, 16, and I'm going to appreciate this when I'm 40. If this chair collapses, I'm suing the Thailand production company. <laughs> I don't care if it's an LLC. Look, I have you could have really had the director's chair, and you chose I the know, what's wrong butt crack chair. Uh, if you think I'm sitting in a director's chair at my age, it's not happening. I need back support. <laughs> Butt support, whatever this lump in the middle of this chair is. It's a butt crack chair. Um, so, yeah, we're having a good day. I'm having a good day that I got to vent my uh, trauma. I played well in golf. Today is a good... Today is, is a, a good, good day. day. Nobody... Well, there's somebody somewhere is using an AK, but it doesn't look it's like it's happening us. around... <laughs> That's the that's the best. It's not us. It's not us. Yeah. There is no AKs in the general area. Unless, unless you want to call my dro- my golf driver an AK because I pelted that ball Ooh. today. Ooh. You know, I don't think you'll ever see an AK on a golf course. Probably not. Unless someone really sucks. But, you know, you know <laughs> the way disgruntled is working its way through every aspect of the fabric of the American culture, you might just see it. Mm. We haven't seen it at a theme park. Am I giving people ideas? I don't mean to do that. Don't do it. But you're going to do anything you want anyways. Do we have anything else to share? Uh, I gonna... didn't write a script today. I was just free basing. Wait. <laughs> Free. There ain't nothing free about freebasing. Trust uh, me. What is the word I'm looking for? I and was the just great words of Richard. Rolling Bryan. with it. You're doing great, and thanks for those days. Let's let's recap the days. Yeah. We got shrimp scampi. Got shrimp scampi. Zipper day. Zipper day. Um, National K hole uh, viral video day. Yes. Um, National Dog Parents Day. Do you have a viral video you'd like to recommend for the for the day? Hmm. 
Actually, I saw something yesterday. There's this guy who was on Vine. His name is Brandon Calvillo. Calvillo. I'm probably messing up. His Vine last still name. exists. No, oh. no, it's done. But like this is, it was like a Vine guy. I, oh, okay. And so he posted his short film link on Instagram. I went and watched Excuse it. Excuse me. It's a great short film. So if you, if anyone wait, a there, short film that he made with vines. No. Oh, with, okay. Bummer. No, no, it's on YouTube. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but I watched it. It's like it's like 19 minutes long, and it was great. Can you send me the link? I'll check it yeah. out. Yeah, I'll watch it was very, it. I'll watch it was it very enlightening home. because I can relate to this story. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, one of those kind Oops. of stories? Yeah, it's like cool. one of those things where it's like, you shouldn't be smoking. I'll download it on my YouTube like Red, and I'll stranger. watch it. Do you ever do that? You ever watch stuff while you're driving? Uh. Actually, yeah. When I'm on a long drive, I'll put on a, st- a comedy special, like an hour special. And you'll just glance at it once in yeah. a while. We're so fucked. Yeah. Do you believe that? I have Do to not put, try this at home. No. <laughs> I have to put... Here's how sick I am. I have to put my phone in the trunk once in a while. All right. Mm. I'm outing myself with my fucking technological sickness. Just put it in sickness. your back pocket or underneath your chair. It's or not seat. happening. It has chair. to go way back out of arm's reach. How okay. can this be? I'm 53 years old. I'm going to be so strung out. Yeah. Fuck you, Apple. The, thank Blame. you for bringing this up, Mike. I'm glad you came here today. <laughs> I've been meaning to talk to you about Jesus. your cell phone. <laughs> just, yeah, you'll know by my stories that I'm just a nonstop putting shit out there. Yeah. Oh, I got a great review on my book today. Nice. Nice. <sighs> What'd they say? I, I can't even encapsulate it. I, I'll, I put the link up on my, uh, by the way, Michael Jason Marcus at Instagram. You could ch- if you want to check out my Instagram. But in my stories, and I'll keep it, I'll highlight it. Just this guy left me this review. When you write a book, and I hope anybody who's out there trying to write a book will write a book. And I hope one day you write a book or you get your script sold, whatever it looks like. It. I'd really like to sell my script. Yeah. And you know what? That's fine because this is what I was going to say. Like when you accomplish, like, I can't believe I prefaced that with like. What the like. Wrong with me? When, you, when you accomplish that and somebody gives you a critique, I don't care what kind of critique. You yeah. can love my or hate my book. I don't give a fuck. I did what I wanted to do and it Touché. got out there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they say stuff about your art that you go, oh, yeah, wow, I guess that's what I was doing when Mm. I structured that that way. Mm. That's what's good about critiques. Your art is being appreciated. Or reviews, yes, by by some pretty heavy hitters that I know of anyway. Nice. And it's kind of cool to look at that from a very scholastic educated somebody who went to a major school review and go, wow, I was doing that. I was doing that. I didn't know I was doing that. Yeah. And that conveyed a message through me doing that without me even knowing that I was structuring it that way, that I was writing it that way. Does this make sense? I think I'm following. Yeah. And you're also on a podcast recently, right? Yes, I was. You want to plug that really quick? I would love to. Before you wrap it? Yes, the Long Shot Podcast with Sean Conroy. Not Sean Connery. (laughs) He doesn't have a podcast yet. He will, though, Mm -hmm. from what I've been told. Rumor has it. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. I want to thank Sean Conroy and the Long Shot Podcast for having me on last week. It was a great experience. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Right on. Okay. 
You guys are going to enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to love our guest, and here she is. Look at her. All right, our guest today is actress, producer, improviser. You like how I said that? Improviser. Improviser. Pro. That was on purpose. I appreciate that. Well, because she is a pro. It was on purpose. And writer. You've seen her on Modern Family, This Is Us, Blackish, Shameless. Love that show. It's so good. Love that Shameless is twisted. The new season of Love on Netflix and so much more. Let's welcome Lisa Linky. Yay! I love that. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. And you were hearing me. <laughs> yeah, just right. Just address me in that voice. <laughs> so good. So Is that from- a voice on Cartoon Network? I wish it were. Yeah. It Cartoon Network, be. are you listening? Pay attention. Hey yo. It's a character that I did. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So if you're from, you're from Illinois. I am from Illinois. I was born and raised in Champaign, Illinois, where nice. the university is Heard of state. Yeah. Heard of it. Heard of it. And then I spent uh, about 13 years in Chicago, a little more before I moved here to LA five years ago. Chicago. Were you doing improv that whole time in Chicago? Just about. Wow. So I'm from Ohio. She's a master. We're basically neighbors. What part of Ohio? Columbus. Okay. Okay. Let's talk Big Ten. Let's talk growing up in a Big Ten okay. city. Yes, middle mid Middle East. You know, I don't know if you're familiar. But <laughs> Is it in the, the Middle East? Would that be Midwest? the Middle East? Midwest, a, Middle East, West. In the Middle East of the world, there are these things called Big Ten universities. Oh, wow. And yes, I know about Big Ten. Yeah. I used to be in a the gambler. Middle East of the world. <laughs> but oh, you're from so here. Good. I'm from Freeport, Long Island. God, is, is this loud? Because I feel like I just you. stop yeah. yelling in the mic. What know, are you I doing, Mike? Why are so you yelling at testosterone. me? I thought it would go down when I got older. But All right, it's just you're not good. Um, uh, Freeport, Long Island, Great. originally, but grew up out here. Went to Hollywood High. And Great, almost Long died. Island. Is that how people say it there? Long. I, I you know I wasn't there long enough, but yeah, they long do. Long enough. That's how my <laughs> Jewish aunts say it. Long enough. When are you coming to Ronkonkoma to visit us in Long Island? Oh um, <laughs> I'm not, but soon. <laughs> Kidding, joking. I hope your aunts aren't listening. No, she's great. Okay. I can't. Actually, I'm joking. I want to visit her. She's like the last. Go visit her. To Jewish, real, old school Long Island. Oh. Yeah, she's amazing. She's something else. So I watched your demo reel, and it's hilarious. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Your character acting is on point. Oh, that's just all me. All you. (laughs) It's incredible. Like, how do you come up with these voices and these characters? I don't know. I feel like I... um Usually the writing is so great. Hold on one second. Yeah, what what is, is there, happening outside? Oh, is there a tractor? Are we I plowing to tell you guys in the alleyway? That I forgot to park my tractor and I just let somebody drive it around <laughs> the block. It sounds like you're letting them keep it warm. Yeah. Did you guys come in an 18 wheeler? She is brought it from Chicago. Good. Well, there was no. Oh, they found it. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. All right, they're moving it. Cool. Good to know. Um, I don't, you know, improvising for so long, you just kind of get used to creating characters constantly. Yeah. yeah. And I love. I just love it. Characters are great. Yeah. What's the one where you're like in the basement talking about a rap video or something? Oh, Bar Bagadaducci. (laughs) 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 Wearing that little wig. And you yelled up to your daughter, I'm I'm taping. Mommy's taping. (laughs) A rapper putting together your demo in the basement. So this guy, this Andrew DeYoung, he's this great director. He directed um, a bunch of um, Kate Perlant and John Early. I love their 555 uh, series on Vimeo. Mm. It was right after I moved here. How do I not know about that? What is that? Oh, it's called 555. Here comes the burp. 
You're welcome. Thank you, LaCroix. <laughs> bring, Thank you, LaCroix. Bring them on. Brought to you by LaCroix. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty what you say is what you get here. Yeah, so, I love it. It's totally good. I love uh, it. Kate Berlant and John Early, if you've never seen their bit on Conan... It's the greatest bit. They do yeah. a five-minute bit <laughs> doing stand-up. It's fantastic. Anyway, they're hilarious. I love all their stuff. They were both on the characters on Netflix. They each had their own piece. It was wonderful. I love them so much. Nice. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Andrew directed all of 555, and before he did that, he and I met during an audition at I.O. for a team out here when mm-hmm. I moved out here, and he contacted me. He was like, I think you'd be great for this. And so he was like, it's just like a mom in a basement who loves rap and is like really <laughs> educated on Love rap. Right. And I said, that's great. Are you going to write it? Because I am I stopped after like high school. I'm like NWA right. for for life. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know about Schoolboy Q. I don't know about ASAP Rocky. I don't know about all these. Right, right, right. right. You so don't he know was like, that. I'll write it all. And so I had this. He was like, you don't have to change your hair. And I was like. <laughs> I'm way too cool with hair I have. So I brought this wig that I wear. Braid. No, it was just like this middle age, like very short. Yeah. You know, like right, short hair. Right. Short hair yeah. with like highlights. And I wore so it. Good. And then I had these big thick glasses. And great. she's wearing just like a jean it's like a vest over like a sweater. It's great. Yeah. And it's great. they made this, it was at Maker Studios. It was beautiful. They made this wood paneling like downstairs. It and looked I had this, like a retro basement. <laughs> so finished, a finished basement. It was yeah. exactly. Like that with the wood paneling, and they had this tiny little keyboard, and I was going every time I hit it. And you had a rap. They wrote the rap for you, or you well, came up with no, it. No, I just talked about how Schoolboy Q and this like beef between East and West, and how Schoolboy Q's like new song was about selling dope, and like I, I was really educated. I sounded educated. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I love her so much. She has her own. Um, she has her own uh, little soundbite on SoundCloud. Nice. If you oh, follow yeah. her on Bar Back in the Oh, that's <laughs> great. It's that's fun. Perfect. I'm gonna have to check that out. Why did that? not turn into anything. <laughs> I'm saying. Right? Let's get a YouTube okay. series started. There we go. There, there we go. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For real. I think because right after that, Maker bought Disney and that uh, was not the direction they were going. In. Uh, yeah, gotcha. no. <laughs> Thank you, Disney, for completely purifying 42nd like, Street. I, I, I can so see that on SNL. Took away you know all my mean? sex booths. Yeah, she was really fun. She's great. She was yeah. not Ashley. Yeah. Ashley! Mommy's taping. Mommy's taping. She's so Wisconsin. <laughs> so oh. good. Now the thing is with ASAP Rocky, he's got a real beef with those East Coast peppers. <laughs> that, see, it's so on. good. Why would Disney want, not want this? Right. Well, I mean, who knows? It was so, a little too, um, yeah. what do you think of Lil Pump? <laughs> I don't know. A little pump. <laughs> but it sounds like my sex life. It's like, <laughs> very little pump. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's this newer rapper dude who just signed an $8 million record deal with Warner Brothers. <clears throat> due to YouTube like a, views. That's like a, a baseball deal. Yeah. $8 million. I, yeah, yeah, that is a baseball deal. Here's the yeah. thing, too, is it really caters to the lowest common denominator, like eat Xanax, drink, mm-hmm. kill people, Scissor. hold the gun sideways. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that Scissor. kind of exploitation just really freaks me out, like that kind of dumbing down, yeah. of, as opposed to like NWA mm-hmm. and Public Enemy and what we grew real, up with, you like, know what I mean? Commentary on society. Yeah, commentary and consciousness 
raising and awareness and I, it's just I don't know am I getting too old that I'm, no, I'm not digging it no stay high because I was a are. punk rocker and I was totally into punk rock but that was all kind of consciousness too it and, had a real point of view yeah so yeah. this new level of shit I just remember just, like do you remember that song that came out a couple years ago and it was like Versace 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 <laughs> and I was like what is the meaning of this song what is this point Isn't of it view? funny when men are talking about all these labels <laughs> yeah. though too like Versace like Literally, I'm gonna buy you Manolo Banco probably like <laughs> 300 words in the song and 250 of them I think there's like a payola that's happening like oh, Versace's yeah. like, oh for yeah. sure Mm-mm. Kanye mm-hmm. I feel like this product's definitely <laughs> I feel like alright but I, I do it. believe that there's definitely some sort of like anybody that's mentioning a product that often in their sh- song there has to be some sort of payola well, or something going on well here's the other thing on. too what I find so interesting is that according to the FCC anytime you do a product placement on on any medium you need to clarify that it's an ad and that you're being paid yeah, for yeah you it. have to hashtag ad hashtag ad but so many oh, people okay. don't right mm. which makes it skeevy for me mm-hmm. yeah it really that's makes trippy it mm-hmm. and you can tell you can tell. For yeah. sure. You just have to do hashtag ad. That's it. Right. But when you don't, you are violating FCC rules. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell. So all these people who see social media influencers and they just post something about like, oh, I love drinking LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know that they got paid $15,000 to make that single Instagram post. Oh, wow. But if they yeah. just do hashtag ad, we would. Do you right. know what I mean? It's yeah. really, I just, I need that clarification for I, me personally. I kind of do too. Mm-hmm. I want to know what they're backing on mm-hmm. some levels. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to know, I want to follow the line of a LaCroix or some company and be like, is this kind of ethical and And let's cool? be clear, it's never going to be as cool of a company as LaCroix that's doing that. No, right? it's good. But Topo Chico is pretty good too if you haven't tried that one. <laughs> LaCroix is tight. <laughs> it's so good. I'm looking for sponsorships. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Topo Chico or LaCroix. She's available. Yes. Yes. Oh, shit. I'll take, like, Aquafina. I don't even care. Ooh. Yeah, it's pushing take it. it. All right. Hydrate. All right. She's way up on the different level with the take it. <laughs> um, so 12 years of improv in Chicago. Yeah, I started, I started in grad school in 98. 98? Yeah. God, there wasn't 98. even long it was a good form year. then, really. It was yeah, a lot of short, short form. form. Mm-hmm. It was all short form. And then yeah. the Upright Citizens Brigade, remember the, the Comedy Central show, was so good. It was so good. That was kind of the introduction to sketch long form, right? It really was. And then um, when I moved to Chicago, I started at Second City. So I started again with short form, like formally training, but I was still working as a consultant for Deloitte and Touche during the day. So I was living like two lives a full-time nice. life during the day and a full-time like improv life at night. Deloitte and, and Touche is like, don't they handle like the lotteries and stuff? <laughs> like they're way They up do. There. They yeah, really they are. Handle now some they're dough. just Deloitte. Yeah, it's a really, it was a great farm. I can't speak enough like uh, how well about it. The people were smart and sharp and kind and like they really, do invest in their people. It just, it wasn't a good fit for me at the time. They Mm -hmm. hired me. I was a human resources strategy consultant and I was just out of grad school and I, I liked the opportunity, but they had no work for me. So I just kind of sat on the bench for six months and I do have to feel like if they had staffed me and I was working, 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 I think I would have had a very different trajectory, but as it was, I could go to classes, you know, and shows and Every night, and it was wonderful. And so, in the summer of 2001, I was like, I'm gonna quit. Mm. And I did. Um, and then 9 11 happened. I was like, I am so glad I quit. Like, yeah. I had partners calling me into their office because, like, I gave my notice in August, but I left in October. And they were like, I mean, some of them were in tears and they were just like, I'm so proud of you 
for following your heart because sometimes you just get so you get invested, you know, yeah. and if you're yeah. a partner in a firm, you make a loan right. that like take basically takes you your lifetime to pay back. And they were yeah. like, I'm just so proud of you and congrats. And that's what I mean. Like that company is just so great. You yeah. know, yeah. they were really happy for me. And, um, and so then I never looked back and I've been full-time performing since. Oh, that's so great. I mean, there were some lean years and still are, let's sure, be real. Sure. It's yeah. not like just a joy rainbow bridge, but, um, I, it was the right fit for me. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. Absolutely. So how is it, you know, being on all these television shows? You know what? I thought I was like, I'm just going to do live improv and that's my thing. And then after like a year, I was like, that doesn't make money. So <laughs> improv does not make money. There's like no. three jobs There's in improv four that make money. That exactly. Make money exactly. <laughs> and they keep getting rehired. So, right. um, so, and most of them are white males. That's so true. It's just what it <laughs> it's is. It's a dang truth. Um, so I, um, uh, although sidebar, did you just see the recent, um, there's a group uh, of um, people of color in Chicago called Three Pete. No. And they just made this great video. And Comedy Central, I think, produced it. It's on Comedy Central. Nice. And I think it's, um, they take they take the horror um, movie genre and turn it on its end. And it's really wonderful. I hope Comedy Central gives them a show. They're brilliant, brilliant people. I mean, yeah. they did. I did teach one of them, so I will take all the credit. <laughs> Are you still teaching? Um, I teach online comedy writing for Second cool. City. Cool. Which is... Interesting. Um, and I teach uh, some acting here in, in, in L.A. Nice. Dramatic stuff. Yeah, all of it, all genres. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, what was these new guys? My brain. I forget what I was saying. That's all right. Television. Oh, oh, yeah, television. You. I was in Chicago. I got an agent. She put me out auditioning, and then I booked Shameless because they shoot their exteriors in Chicago. Cool. And I, like, that was my first co-star. I really didn't know how big of a deal that was. And I just showed up to set and like the second AD checked me in and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Just tell me where to go. And he was like, cool. And I was just like be bopping on set and having a great time and like really loving it and just seeing how they moved. And that set is so fast paced. And I just was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And then I was like, I got to move out to LA. It was yes. great. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just kind of really, I found an amazing manager who I love. She worked so hard for me and um, got some agents and now they work so hard for me. And so now I have like a great team together and, um, I just had, I had a great fall this last fall with like, this is, and then I booked blackish after I worked with my manager. It was really wonderful. And then this is us and love and, um, modern family. And so like, it's just been a really, really, I that know. was just in last year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and these are all like great shows. Yeah. I know. I've really been a fortunate. lot of exposure, which yeah. is good. It's, yeah. it's going to open up so much and more for you. For me, mm. I just kind of, I feel like I've done improv for almost two decades now. <laughs> and, um, there is no bigger collaborative medium than TV and film. Yeah. It just takes so many people doing everything. They have to do their piece. Right. And you have to trust that everybody else is doing their piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I love it. I just yeah. love it. What is your ultimate goal or dream job in the industry? Oh, um, to marry rich. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just came from therapy and I, it came to me that... All being unearthed. <laughs> um, uh, no, I think my ultimate goal is to work every day on a set with a, just a ton of cool people who like to collaborate, who like to make a great product, and who like to be kind to one another. Yeah, uh, yeah. respect. You know? Yeah. Finally, sure. we're going in that direction in Hollywood. Yeah. Be you kind. Know, I just think that it's so easy to work from a place of scarcity and fear and. 
It doesn't create the best work. No. We've seen it time and time again. No, because you take mm. jobs out of desperation and financial fear, and you're like, I hate all these people. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you created this with your own financial truth. fear and desperation. Yeah. Ain't that But, you truth. know, that takes courage. I think it takes a lot of courage to run yeah. it, to run a show that way. Yeah. Friday, I think it comes top down. Like, the network has to believe in you, and the studio has to believe yeah. in you. And it just it requires an awful lot. So I think it takes yeah. a season or two to be able to back off and have a little more control. I mean, sure. from what I've heard, that mm. you can really chill with people. Mm-hmm. Because those first couple of years are the proving ground. It and sure like, is. It's got to right. be real and tight and intense. And well, and I think like that's what the courage of like and the bravery of the person who's running the show who has to be like, I'm going to bear all of this brunt of the stuff from the outside and still create this beautiful space for you all to work in. You know, yeah. like wow. I will be a mama bear. I will protect you from that so that you, I know you can create the best show that will draw the audience that will make everybody want to watch. Yeah. Versus me just kind of being like a sieve that. Right. Right. Let's everything flow to you. It's, it's yeah, no, yeah. I don't think it would be fun. That's nice to take a business, but inside of that to nurture the creativity on that level. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how, there's no real training for showrunners. Mm. No. You know, you're a good writer or a yeah. good comedian and they're like, here's a show. Yeah. And yeah. here's how to manage a bunch of people. Like I don't, I would be terrified. Wow. That's interesting. There's right. no, there really isn't. Mm. It's kind I of, I mean, unless you really fire. came up through the ranks. That's true. Mm-hmm. But if you came up through the ranks and had the living shit beat out of you through every one of those ranks, that's you're what you learned. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's, how, that's how you learned is a good room. I think harassing and there's going to be more sensitivity training within productions because it's, they're not going to put up with this bullshit anymore. Not yeah. not just not just with like a Weinstein situation, which is horrific all in itself, for sure. But harassment in general, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and I, I've PA'd so many times, and they would do things. I'd go into accounting after the show's over, like. Just keep your hours empty. We'll fill those in. And I was like, no, uh, I'll do no. it. Because they don't want to pay overtime. They want to do all this weird stuff to keep you at somehow whatever minimum wage or below. Yeah. Because they don't put everything in. It's just, it's weird. For some yeah. for a business that's so liberal, dude. it's not yeah. at all. <laughs> no. I was a PA for like some commercial. I was like, I've never been a PA before. I've never mm-hmm. done like crew job before. So this is my first time I was killing it, right? I was just like, yeah. Yeah, and then at the end of the day, I'm saying thank you to the director, and he's like, good luck trying to get back in front of the camera. Okay. Thanks, guy. Wow. That's when you kick somebody in the nuts and yeah. be like, good luck ever having a child. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know what? I think so, women can like get a pass rude. to just kick men in the nuts you know? in the industry now. I mean, uh, it's like, uh, They should put it in the union bylaws. Yeah. You know, it's so hard you in that lessons moment. when you get kicked in the nuts. You do. You do. <laughs> you really do. I guess this is Never a PSA to the world that we should be more liberal in kicking nuts. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so be, be, a, be an educator. Lessons yeah. are learned. in the nuts today. Yeah, On today. a very deep level, you will learn a lesson when you get kicked in the nuts. I mean, yeah. I guess if I, I... I can't even imagine how you felt in that moment. See, I didn't know what to say, and I didn't really know how to take care of myself in that moment. Just, I was just like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I just, I just laughed. It's just hard. Like, yeah. You have to be All like right. armed. That's what is great about therapy and twelve step programs. You become really good at self care and arming yeah. yourself with some facts and being in the moment and being able to say thanks, but go fuck yourself. Like right. that's not mine, right? Like yeah. that, right. that's not that's, mine. that's whatever you have going on. That's your stuff. Clearly, you PA'd once and were, and never were hired as an actor. <laughs> But exactly. that's not my path. So right. thank you right. so much. Right. And then you went on to uh, get the Willem Dafoe. You got the job dog eat dog, right? So Oh, no. Yeah, this PA job was only last year, though. It was after that? Yeah. So you should have thrown that in the asshole's face. Really? I work with Willem Dafoe. What do you got? Wait, what you got? 
a commercial. It's so hard. It's just so hard, I feel like, to be able to take care of yourself in the moment. And also, yeah. in that instance, the power structure there, not in your favor. Yeah. Not at all. So truly, like... Not at all. What is most... What makes the most sense is exactly what you did. Like, oh, cool, thanks. Great yeah. working with you today. Have a up great this evening. Point. Right, Thank you so exactly. much, yeah. right? I'm never going to recommend people work for you again. Thank right. you so much. Yeah, you know, right? Like, it's just awful. I've so had hard. the most intense... PA. Like, first of all, it was one of the oldest PAs mm-hmm. in Hollywood. They mm-hmm. all had a meeting and discussed this. Hey, we have a 46-year-old PA. <laughs> and they said, who is it? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then yeah. you knocked and you said, am I late? <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys didn't tell me about but this I, meeting. Or- <laughs> They said we all. Oh, I got the we, wrong bagel. They said sorry. we um we we all talked about it on WhatsApp, and you right. said what's that? What's and they that? said no, WhatsApp. What I know. What did you? What's that? Um, really though, what is that? But I, <laughs> what I would do, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> You uh, probably yeah, you're probably not into WhatsApp. Right? I don't. I honestly you have no don't idea. know what that I, is. But you've heard of it. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> I've heard of WhatsApp. Really? The two non-millennials. What does it do? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a Wait, poll. are you are you are you fucking with me right now? Is it on the line? What is that? Online? Oh, she's fucking with us. On the web? Listen. She knows what WhatsApp is. I am, she said, listen. If you had nuts, I would kick them <laughs> That's what would happen. No, I really truly don't know what it is. For, no, see, no, I swear to God, I don't know what it is. Tell me something truthful about yourself I'm, and I'll decide. <laughs> right. If you're telling the My truth. My name is Chelsea Me. Okay. Okay, so that part went it's out. Like yeah. a, it's like an alternative to... Group texts. Interesting. Well, and they use Through it because app. it's way more personalized. So information, sensitive information doesn't. This is what I was told. Sensitive information doesn't get outside of the production mm-hmm. circle. Oh, it's for the industry. Yeah, it's not particularly, but they want it. They use it for like for that reason, especially when you're working on a Clairol or a. Oh, it's for the crew. So much uh, for sensitive for information. I'm going to cut all of this out. I'm probably going to cut all this out Take anyways, it on post. Take it on I can post. talk yeah. about it all now, but you know what I would do? So I was the driver. I'd pick people up at the Mondrian, sure. bring them, all the VIP Transpo. people. Transpo. So I'd get up to drive these people, and I'd get to set, like at Hollywood Studio or whatever, and they'd be like, okay, now you can go help the first AD. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So we were on this huge set, and behind the set is this long alleyway that nobody goes in. Yeah. And there's like 15 or 20 different couches. It has to be, you know, I'm sure that the local whoever set those up. For sure. And I would just go crash until lunchtime and show up. You might as well. Yeah. And then go back and crash again or read or write. I actually Mm. wrote a book. Go have a nap. Talk to me about that. (laughs) Talk to me about that choice. Well, it Is was it because just, you feel like you were hired for Transpo and you didn't want to do it? Exactly. Okay, got it. I was hired for Transpo and I was working usually 16 or 18 hours a day because they'd all want to go out and party mm. after. And I'm like, I'm not doing manual labor throughout the day mm. and driving these people around not with for that eight hours. No. <laughs> do you see these delicate hands? Right, Come right. on. That's um, great. Well, this is interesting because one of the things I love so much and that, that being on different shows is kind of my favorite part, even though I would love my like to be on a home show, mm-hmm. I love seeing how different sets work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love seeing how this set moves so fast and this set takes its time and this set, like, everyone is friendly and this set, it's like, you know, I just, that piece kind of makes me really happy and excited and just to kind of see that. Because when you come in as a co-star or a guest star, like yeah. you're the new kid at school, right? And yeah. you're just there for a day, you know, yeah. or maybe five days. Yeah. Like, it's not your business for everybody, and it's not it's not it's not beneficial for anybody for everybody to like hold your hand and take you around. So, like, you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. But um, 
it's just so interesting to kind of learn that like, oh, some things are the same everywhere. Yeah. And then to find the things that are a little bit different is so fun. Yeah. yeah. I think if I would have been acting or a different part of that and not PAing and driving for all those hours, I probably would have had a better attitude about everything in general. Were a you, better time. Were you sleepy? Time, yeah. Oh my God, I was you grumpy. I was working about 18, 16 to 18 hours a day. This is before yeah, like PAs had any, any rights. It's like too long. But when I've done reality shows and I've had little stupid roles in reality shows, like I'm totally involved. I was on this Jamie Kennedy thing and it was fun. And the Jamie Kennedy experiment? Not that. He did this other, he actually did a commercial uh, infomercial, but it was like a hmm. weird little three or four part infomercial, but with his comedy and... I was just, I was totally down to be as helpful as possible. Do you feel like it was because he created a set that was like it was fun, fun and nurturing? Yeah, yeah. Nobody like... was asshole. There was a lot of people high, but they were happy high, which mm. I'm totally okay with. Not yeah. on and meth and OCD. It makes a big difference. It yeah. does. It does for sure. I've had my fair share of film industry jobs, like working at Technicolor Deluxe oh, when it was wow. all film, like were you in the dark crew? room. Was I ever crew? Well, yeah, on my. On my own stuff when we produce stuff. Like, you know, I would be producer, writer, actor, crafty, (laughs) set design, you know, transpo, like everything. Add it to the resume. It's exhausting, you know. For sure. Yeah. But And I help out when other people have stuff. I'm like, let me hold a boom. Like, I'll do whatever. Yeah, I'll do. Me too. I'm totally involved with that. I have a question about Shameless. Mm -hmm. I heard, I was told that you're, like, no scripts are allowed to be on set whatsoever. Oh, yeah. One of our guests told us that. Let me think. Uh, yeah, sorry. That's that's what they call exciting podcasting. Um, it's been a while. I'm gonna say no. I don't remember taking my script to set. I feel like it. How many lines did first. you have? Like a couple. It was. I played it wasn't a like social it, worker. Three pages, right? Oh okay. no. Um, How's your memory for lines? Good. Yeah. Wow, it's nice. great. Yeah, and also because I don't freak out mm-hmm. because I know I can improvise and sit, like save the take. Mm-hmm. So I don't freak out about lines because I just feel like when people worry about memorizing then they're just not good and then it's like yeah. it's a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah that's oh, good because yeah. you just watch an actor like thinking about their line mm-hmm. so I don't I don't I don't remember people having script on set yeah but um yeah I don't think so but yeah. I it was it was a short scene hmm. but I can see that it depends did you meet William Macy I didn't my scene was with um, Keiko Agina was a, was a guest star for a couple uh, episodes, and we were outside in like August Chicago heat in wow. the car with like oh, yeah. you know it was great. And then um, Harry Hamlin. It was this, it was a scene when Mickey got shot in the butt. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh yeah. And Harry Hamlin <laughs> brings him, and they're like he drives up, and there was a stunt driver with a van. Like it was a lot of, I mean. The, the quickness that they move, they they cross board, so they shoot two episodes at a time when they're in Chicago. Oh, nice. Might as so well. It's very fast and crazy and fun, yeah. And that's a full length, was it an hour, that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, that's a lot of shooting in one week. Mm-hmm. One hour dramedy, I know. It's, that base camp is like, it's just so It's, it's in t- uh, 10th season, right? Uh, I think Nine? the 11th just 11? happened. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Wow. I think I just finished the 11th. Yeah, that's a fun residual check to get up, because they always play everyone right before. I'll be like, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or people always from high school be like, well, did you do Shameless? And I'm like, you know what I did uh, five years ago? I sure did. Right. And they just <laughs> hey. saw it. Everybody's, there's always new watchers of TV shows. Which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's, you don't mind if I ask about the therapy? Because I'm, I'm in therapy I too. I love 
therapy. Yeah, me too. This is my therapy voice. Ooh. I like to make people feel comfortable. So you can get right. It's kind of asmr Yeah, to share all of their deepest, darkest secrets. And then I, I can like, use uh, it against them. Like I'm on yes. public radio. Call in now with your yeah. inner child problems. And then next up, we have recipes for Brussels sprouts. <laughs> That's great, Lisa. <laughs> Were you locked in a closet as a child, Lisa? I never was, but I dreamt of being. Oh, so you took it another direction. I sure did. Were you locked in a closet? Uh, Yes, and it went much much further than just being locked in the closet. Oh, you were locked in a box in a closet. Yes. (laughs) It's like that game. Yes. (laughs) The the box in a box in a box. In a box in a closet. Right, right. No, I have been in therapy for so many years, and I love it so much. I also, my favorite thing that I've ever done was group therapy in Chicago. Yeah, I did group therapy. It was so... um, Inner child stuff? No. Mine was just therapeutic group therapy. It was a a women's group. Because I know there's different kinds of group therapy. There's like support um, or like um, Mm addiction-related like uh, rehab group therapy. And Mm -hmm. mine was just therapeutic. So we did not know each other's last names and we weren't able... There was no contact outside, which is different than sometimes with... Um, rehab group therapy or, or yeah, yeah. yeah addiction mm-hmm. group therapy where you do reach out and, and right. throughout the week. Yeah. And I just loved it so much. It really advanced my individual work so mm. much greater than the, than individual therapy one-on-one. Yeah. And you do it at the same time. So like my therapist also was having a group of some of her patients. Oh, okay. cool. So it was nice to be able, she could see what happened in group and then I could process it in individual therapy. Right. And man, like the first year it was awful. It was awful. I hated it. It was really uncomfortable. It was so difficult for me. Just accessing all that and all the coming up or just that kind of exposure and vulnerability? I think the exposure and vulnerability. And like in my family, I was the one who just kind of um, held everything together. And so to be in a group of people, and some people are like easily accessing their emotions right. and some people are not. And some, you know, everybody wanted from me. They wanted me to tell them that I just was like, I'm not with that. Right. But that mm-hmm. happens in groups because, oh, she's the one who, because she's like, let's get whatever she has. And it's like, no, no, no. Like yeah. I'm here to take care of myself. I just mm-hmm. need, and I wasn't able to express what I needed from them, which was like, I just need you to be comfortable with me as I am mm-hmm. before you, before I feel comfortable opening up right. and you don't feel comfortable with me until I'm telling you everything about myself. Yeah. So like we're kind of at a standoff, yeah. you know? So, um, but I loved, it. and then after like year two, like in the second year, I really made leaps and bounds and I just, this, I'm still friends with them. So once we exited the group, we stayed in contact. That's great. So I still talk to two or three of them like repeatedly and like outreach call stuff or just friends, just friends. That's great. Yeah. It's really wonderful because we, we had such intimacy. We know like I can contact them and just say, this is what's happening. And they can just, they know how to say something that really soothes me perfectly. It's nice yeah. to have access oh like that God, to people so that you've done really, that you've been in the trenches with, basically. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it was really wonderful. Mine so. was homework. We got homework every week. Ooh. Writing letters, grief it, letters. So what, yeah. what What was like the focus of your Trauma. Mm-hmm. It was about trauma and inner child stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was tough. so anti for years. I'm like, ah, inner child, my ass. I'm not. It's a lot. I did it but last fall. Yeah, there's some heavy stuff in there that needs to be resolved. You carry that into every fucking relationship every and job and Everything. financial problems yeah. and overeating and drinking yeah. and smoking crack. Mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> heroin so and bath salts. And, about group with that, like a group that has a, a specialized focus is that it's, it must be really challenging and I don't know because mine, everybody had their own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in that, I feel like it must be really challenging to be processing and 
dealing with your own and then also be able to hold space for others. Mm. Yeah. But if, around that targeted issue. Right. Well, yeah. this, the therapist was really straightforward. She's like, you don't, you're not the care taker of any of the people in the group and you guys mm-hmm. are just sharing information and there was always a person that was like exiting mm-hmm. that had been through all this that was like the That's person so that was qualified next to the therapist to talk about their experience with the work that they had done so it was really good mm. That's lovely. Really helpful. How long were you in it? Do you mind me asking? Um, it was about a year and I want to go back it just it got a little pricey and it I was doing be. some stuff in my life and I was a sober companion, mm-hmm. which was good money wise. But like, if you have trauma and family issues, and you watch somebody, complain, yeah, it's such a trigger. Spiraling to be triggered. Uh, yes, it <laughs> Isn't was it intense. Nice to be reminded every day. <laughs> My new musical I'm working on. Right. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Nothing keep, like keep it going. Almost, oh. <laughs> uh, I'll just be over here in a ball in the corner. I want to hear. Yes, please write the triggered song. Please. Everything is bang. But everything's <laughs> triggering when you're fucked Everything up. Everything is gunshot. There you go. Right. <laughs> bang. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it helped me to be clear and present and, mm. and talk like this without being like, "Ooh, I got Ooh, all this unresolved." Feeling that. Yeah. 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 What about you? So. Tell us your group therapy story. Uh, if you want to. I don't really have much group therapy. Does it sound exciting? Experience. Doesn't it sound like terrible work? I have had indivi- a lot of individual improv, therapy experience, and that was wonderful. I love therapy. Therapy's tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Therapy's good my, stuff. My group therapy really helped with my improv, too, because then I stopped owning all of the bad behavior in my improv group. Mm. I stopped being accountable There's nothing for worse yeah. than being a codependent improver. Yeah. You know, right? I just... I, it's not worse. I shouldn't say worse, but it's like, I don't want to take on other people. Nobody's shit. Yeah. But no. especially like creative partners, because it totally gets in the way. Because you know everything. what? They're happy to unload it onto you. Yeah. Oh, there's some real sick people in comedy. Sick? <laughs> So sick. I love that horn. Please get one of those in here. Speaking of this I horn. I feel like I'm at a quinceanera or something. I don't know. It's and game the DJ time. just came out. Oh my God. All we've done is talk about really down things. You guys, I'm, I'm a very happy person. Okay. Yeah. It's game time. <laughs> Are you guys ready for this game? I'm it's waiting really, for Gloria Estefan to come out. Go ahead. It's really, really fun. She has fun wait. games, actually. This is my game voice. Yeah, see, keep it, keep it on, keep All it right. going. Okay. This game is called Talk Show Expert. I love it. Oh. Yeah, it's really good <sighs> stuff. And so Mike and I are the host of the show, and Lisa is a guest, and she's an expert. On what? So I'll give her a lead in on what she's the expert on, mm-hmm. and whatever she goes off of is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. This is improv phantasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, phantasm. Um, Welcome to the Me and Marcus show. Today we have Lisa, who is an expert on teaching squirrels how to chop carrots. Tell us more, oh, Lisa. Wow. Yeah, well, I've been in this for about 12 years. It oh, started nice. when I was walking with a carrot. Oh, is that right? And yeah, I was just walking down the streets okay. of Lakeview in Chicago, <laughs> and I was violently and suddenly attacked by a mob of squirrels. Wow. wow. That's a new, I've not heard of that happening to anybody. That's how I lost this eye. Um, the other one is another Explains story. Explains the patch. Yeah. Go ahead. Now, these squirrels were not doing anything wrong. They were just behaving according to their normal, natural Did pattern of Did you think you attract that, that attack? 
I do believe in the secret. And yes. I do practice oh, good. It. Yeah, I'm just going to say thought, that. My life is too pure right now. What can I do to change it up? And suddenly and violently, a mob of squirrels attacked me. Amazing. I thought it was because oh. of my life. It was because of the carrot. They it's wanted a the carrot. Awakening. It was, but I, in the middle of it, I felt my higher power, which at that moment was a toothpick, <laughs> and I said. I need help. And suddenly... Was the toothpick hanging out of your mouth like... <laughs> it was in my purse. Western style? It was oh, in my okay. purse. A squirrel climbed into my purse, got the toothpick, and started hacking on carrots like it was a damn axe. Wow. Ninja, ninja squirrel. And then Just that's like when, burning bush stuff. Yes. That's when somebody filmed it. It went up on YouTube. I got 80 million hits. Wow. I became super famous. And now I run Sanctuary for Rehabilitated Mob Squirrels. Oh, and wow. all they do is chop carrots? They chop carrots. Because oh. I like so to you're like a consigliere for squirrels. Yes. That's, can I? Yeah. Can I, I say made them an offer they couldn't refuse. That's yeah. and they're all in a sanctuary. That's it's kind of right. like Sensei Curry's from Karate Kid. Yeah. No mercy yeah. to the carrots. No. Go sweep the leg. <laughs> I had no idea that carrots were into or squirrels were into carrots. And carrots are into, <laughs> squirrels. into squirrels. You've yeah. hit on a real big thing there. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. a symbiotic relationship. It's controversial. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's heavy. It's yeah. heavy. This is our first report of this. Because you know you have the chipmunk. And then you have the squirrels. Oh, don't get me started on chipmunks. Those motherfuckers will take you down. You were attacked by chipmunks as well. Oh, no. They will take you down. So I shoot them on sight as soon oh, as good, I see good. them. Okay. They're rat bastards. Semi auto, I hope. Chip and Dale, no more. No less. <laughs> no less than a semi automatic. I'll go full automatic if I can. Chipmunks are that much of a problem. Yeah. So sir. that's the real problem in Chicago. Yeah, you know, Disney presents. It's not Chirac. Them. No. It's, Disney presents them as Chip and Dale, these fun little right. chipmunks who wear oh, you know Magnum PI right. shirts. Yeah. Propaganda. Yeah. No. Disney's no. propaganda is very They're scary. into larceny. Yeah. They're into petty theft <laughs> and heavy petting. And I will not and have And bestiality, it. if you okay? look at some of their movies. If you look at their movies. <laughs> if you really petting. dissect them the way that schmuck Jordan Peterson does. I have will... dissected them, and they're just nothing but cold black hearts inside. Oh, right, right. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I dreamt this last night. Yeah. It's like I'm having deja vu right now. Oh, it's so crazy. This is amazing. Yeah. So that's why I'm here asking for just a 10% investment. Okay, okay. no problem. Squirrel Sanctuary. Is there a crowdsourcing or that we can send somebody to? Is there a website that we can put? Yes, it's www. Okay, let me Actually, let me go back. It's HTTP. Yeah, make it simple. Colon forward slash forward slash. Okay. WWW. All right. Period. Okay. Squirrel Sanctuary. Okay, great. And the and the A on the sanctuary is a capital A. Okay. And then it's the number four and then L Y F E dot net. Could you repeat great. that three yes. times? Our, 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 our listeners are really slow. Oh, I get it. I get it. They're either old and slow or what what it's what are they also? You're the you can find the video if you just Google squirrels chopping carrots, right? Oh, yeah. It comes right, right up. It comes Perfect. right up. So you, got, you went viral. I did. Wow. And I also got a virus. Oh. oh from, from the, the squirrels? squirrels. Rabies. Yeah. Rabies. Oh, wow. Those shots are not fun. Oh, 17 man. days in a row on the right belly button. Right in the ass. No, the, the belly, belly button. button. Both. <laughs> Both at once. Has to be done at the same time. Yeah. It's like the nuclear keys. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for really? coming on. Tell the squirrels we say hi. Oh, they yes, don't talk. Yes, please. They, okay. <laughs> no sign language? I'm, I'm sure I've seen them doing they some sort of sign fingers, language. They just have three fingers, three little right. claws. <laughs> no, no. That was awesome. What would you say to the ADD millennials about this? The ADD millennials? I would say nothing because they stopped listening 18 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
perfect answer. Also, that's my problem. Is I try to explain things to ADD. Also, my thing about um, I, I feel millennials are in a bit of a quandary because, mm. as a group, they hate being labeled. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also. They're millennials, and they kind of... It's tough for them, right. I think, because they hate labels. But sure. they're like, millennials yeah. in yeah. this generation. No, I know, and I like to fuck and with I them. And I think we're confused with the generation that's smoking the Tide Pods. That's not us. That's not us. Hey, you I'm say also that like say it's a bad thing. They're not smoking them. They're eating them. So I don't know. Oh. I would also be confused. No, they're they smoking them, too. Fuck it's, them. It's, it always goes em. to smoke. Yeah. Listen, fuck them. At yeah. first they were just eating yeah. Oxy, now they're smoking those. It always yeah. goes a level they're higher. They're just eating them? They're actually smoking them? Smoking yeah. them. Come on. These crazy. You yeah. know what? I, okay, I follow on Instagram this this account called Kids Getting Hurt, and I love it. <laughs> Listen, if you account. like America's Funniest Home Videos and the ones that look a little painful, you're going to love this. I'm going to love it. Beyond Frisbee. In the nuts. Yes. yes, people send in the videos, and then you they post them. And like, uh, uh, what I notice is that it's kids videotaping themselves doing crazy ass stupid tricks because they want to either get hurt and show it online, right, or make a crazy trick that they're not qualified or prepared to do, oh, right. and show it online. Oh. Or the parent watching the kid about to fall and not moving to stop them. <laughs> right, right. That's the scariest one. And it's like, so I kind of laugh on the stupidity of it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's great. Yeah. yeah. People yeah, are so desperate to. for relevance. They'll those whatever. Are the, those are the videos that actually get me laughing. You're yeah. going to love this. Like a kid falling. Oh, you got to love this. I love I love kids. It's private. Just, just but it's follow, also but cute help, when they fall. What is it? Schadenfreude? Is that the word? The United States of Schadenfreude? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. We mm. love watching other people in pain. What is this video I saw the other day? I'm, I'm, this is irrelevant. It's okay. You can move on. You're, you have a little ADD. I Nothing do. to do with your millennialism. Also, yeah. you're co-host of the show. You can do what you want to do. Hi. Hi. You are the host of the show. Harmony. Co-host. Nobody we're, came really? in. Really? Yeah. No. We're, we're co-hosts. Giving, are we co-hosts? When I when I email people about the show, I say I'm co-host. I thought I was the co-host and you were the host. I you got to keep the white man oh, down. Listen. I don't know. I think it's co-host and co-host. Don't you're, give the white man an inch. You're operating in an old paradigm where there's host and co-host. <laughs> okay, great. The new paradigm is two co-hosts. Co- wow. It's see, the millennial you can way. Learn from millen- Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I love millennials, actually. They've helped me with all my artistic endeavors. So. And, and how to use my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say, if you like therapy, I do have a new web series out called Dog Therapist. Yeah. Wow. And if okay. You, um, uh, Where is it? YouTube? You can find it. If you YouTube Dog Therapist web series. Because if you, t- if you type in Dog Therapist, you'll get like... 14 million. Yeah. yeah. And like amazing things of actual... Therapy dogs. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Not my crazy ass web series. Um, but it's super fun. I got it. It plays this. on everything you imagine. And there's six episodes, but it's all under a minute. You'll be done in five minutes. Those are my favorites. Right. We I'm just had so a guy excited. in the other I'm day. So I'm speaking yeah. to the ADDs of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am so excited. I've got time for six full episodes. I don't. I'm yeah. surprised people binge full episodes of anything. Oh, I do. I mean, I have no problem <laughs> doing that. Have I do you it seen every Wild night. Wild Country yet? The okay. Duplass brothers. I, 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 episode one. There was just. I'm going to describe it for you. Go ahead. There was a. I was very excited, and the woman. All I right. can't remember her name. Shelly or something like oh, that. Oh, she's a badass. Sheila. There was a, Sheila. There was a lot of a man sitting in an attic talking about wildflowers and then crying and staring off in the distance, and it went on way too long for me. Mm. And then everybody seemed to get 
really riveted about like three seconds of footage of people having sex in a group. Right. And people were like, it's a sex cult. And I was like, but is it? <laughs> like in the 70s, didn't people just kind of have fun? It was all yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was kind of like, okay, I just, I guess I don't say this. So I would have preferred a better setup in the pilot. Oops. Yeah. I'm a, I, call me. Call me whatever you want, because I'm gonna dish. I'm gonna throw shade on the Duplass brothers. That's all throw right. some shade. That's all right. Sipping that. Oh wait, I actually have tea. Wait, hold go. on one more time. Let Sip me say that look. tea. There you go. That's for the Duplass brothers. Sip that tea. As they as they just they, run everything. You know, they got a lot of great stuff. That they're really good. They're I, I even their little horror films, not little. I guess that was a pretty Don't good they do one. it for like no budget and then yeah. they just like bank? You know, I listened to a great podcast with them and they were like, We just made film constantly. We just created content constantly. Yeah. And they're like in high school, I thought people they were our friends, but they just wanted us to make films for them. Wow. <laughs> but and they it worked. They got better. Yeah. That's yeah. the way to do it. Wait, is that why I have friends? <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> Let's talk about it <laughs> in therapy. Yeah, I think Wild Country, Wild Wild Country, for me was just so sentimental. I'm really such, into because cult I, shit. I grew up in a sex cult. I was in a sex yeah. cult. <laughs> Actually, no. Can we talk about the difference My, between therapy and us, a sex cult? Because I, I may need to delineate. They took us to yeah. sex. They took us to nudist colonies when I was a kid. Nice. That's a little say, traumatizing. When you say they, I need a little uh, clarification. My stepfather and my mother. There you go, Doctor Sigmund Lichter and my mother. Mm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. There's so much to unpack here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about it after the podcast. Thank this you. is about you. Yes. <laughs> is it though? Yeah. Okay, sorry. You see that you see that sticker on his laptop? It's all in there. I was on Marin's podcast. You were. It was so good. We'll talk about it after. Okay, great. That's, we're not self stuff. promoters here. I mean, fine. Yeah. But I will give you a full lowdown. <laughs> you know, I do want to hear it. Hey. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, where can people find you? Great. That's a great question. <laughs> Thank you. Not right now. Thank you. I mean, later on. Yeah. Not currently. Don't, get, don't come near our studio. In yeah. Burbank. We're armed to the teeth. There's a tractor trailer <laughs> cruising around the block. Um, <laughs> no, I um, all my social media is, it's Linky, I-T-S-L-I-N-K-E. That's mm-hmm. for Insta and Twitter and my Facebook page. And then um, my, I don't know what my YouTube channel is name. Mm. YouTube channel's name is, and I can't figure out how to change it. So somebody at Google help me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and my website is lisalinky.com. L-I-S-A-L-I-N-K-E. And they can access everything there. The little dog therapist, everything is on your website. Yeah. So that's probably an easier way to access you oh, on great. all social yes. media platforms. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I I update my website. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to update my website later. Although no millennial goes to a website anymore. Oh, I do. You do? I make She's them. She's an old soul in a millennial container. <laughs> you make them. Mm-hmm. But if I said, go to my website, they'd be like, mm-hmm. What is a website? Oh, I'm all about it. Don't I you love websites. Instagram account? I mean, you make them. Wait, so you make them for a living? Yeah, not a living, but freelance, yeah. Okay, let's talk. Okay. There you go. Okay. I have some problems with my container. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like you got the container. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take a look. We're young spirits in old containers. Mm. No, I am. Why did I say we? That's mean. Well, who? Not you. I'm You're thinking. An old of, I'm just picturing container. the container store now. Oh. Every OCD's loving dream is I to know. just live in a container store. Yeah. I don't know if I have as much OCD as just that when something fits perfectly, 
I like it. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I like that too. And now I'm wondering in Breaking Bad season one, when they, instead of getting the container because Jesse Pinkman couldn't find it and they used the bathtub instead, it's like, let's just go to the container store. You Can, know? That was a just, deep cut. Yeah. Just go to the container store. Can we talk store. about why Barbara Streisand has a whole <laughs> mall under her house? I'm watching Breaking Bad right now. Just for the first time? No, for the third time. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's great. under her house, Did like her own that? personal mall? Yeah, my wife told me this the other day. She has a whole mall under her house. Like with people Her own staffed? personal, like, sh- I don't know if it's staffed, but it's it's like Aaron Spelling's wife weirdness mm. with like the collection of stuff underneath. Mm-hmm. See, really wealthy people are collectors. Really oh, I know. poor people are hoarders. I know. Mm-hmm. She collects squirrels. I hoard things. Oh, you have a wait, whole squirrel no, thing. No, okay, wait. So like, is it, no, when you say a whole mall, you just mean like rooms Like walk with through and like... Window dressing and everything. Yeah. yeah, she told me this. Really, Babs? Because 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 your wife saw it, or she, she like saw it and read about, about it. it. Okay, she saw it and read about it. Nice. Well, and maybe you know what I get it. It might be really hard for her to leave the house. It could mm. be agoraphobic. Well, or Who like lives she in gets, Malibu. She gets mobbed. Yeah, like she can't yeah. go to the mall. Do you think she gets mobbed? She probably did. It did yeah. like thirty years ago. Yeah, but I mean, think no, about the she stores. was she was high end. She was a big deal. Stores that she goes to, it's not like she's going into like Urban Outfitters. You no, know? Like she's she, Rodeo if Drive. If she goes to a container store yeah. or she goes to Rodeo Drive, yeah. people are going to be like, "Bam!" Yeah, that's true, especially that area. Mm-hmm. A lot of old Jews there. Also, there's okay, not much no. sharp shopping in Malibu. <laughs> I'm part Jewish, I can say. <laughs> it's a microaggression. <laughs> And I would there's just invite you to think about maybe phrasing it in another way. Okay, there's a lot of heaps there. Yeah. Okay, that was not exactly what I get me. There was a lot of yeah. I, there was a lot of Doctor Sigmund Lichter lookalikes. You could say there's a lot of Barbra Streisand fans there. Okay, that there also go. yeah, there which could apply to any Anybody. denomination of faith. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> my mom, Absolutely. a huge Barbra Streisand fan. Yeah. I know. I was just being a self-hating Jew. I know, People and who... I am not here for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, thank you. There could be other Lacroix. Lovers there. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's is that true. our is that our code for different faiths? <laughs> yes. Listen, you can marry flavors. You can marry another flavor of Lacroix. That's you can right. Love other flavors Absolutely. of Lacroix, but they're all sugar free. They're all sugar free. So that's yes. the important part. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to be sugar plus whatever the opposite of sugar free is. I need some sweetener in have, my life. I have yeah. missed the train the the transition of this metaphor, and I don't. Know where <laughs> <going>. <laughs> I'm using it as the uh, as the antidote for my. Do you feel like you're crashing? My uh, no 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 my remark about Beverly Hills and Babs fans. Okay. Oh. Okay. Do you have anything else coming up this? this <laughs> yeah. Right. You want to listen? Talk hey, about. Let's talk about <coughs> the knee show. Okay. Yes. Um, because it seems like it's going to go very far. <laughs> um, what else do I have? So this spring or this summer, though, I have a guest star on a, a Disney TV show that's coming out. Yeah. Um, and that, that was really fun. It was It's a multicam, so it was really fun to film in front of a studio audience. Nice. So that sure. was great. Um, and then, yeah, I have some more content that I'm trying to create. And just trying to keep that hustle So you don't going. stop, really. You just keep making stuff. Can't stop. Yes. And yes. coming up with ideas. I like the one-minute webisode idea. That's yeah. so great. Why don't you put them on Instagram? No? It's one minute. Ooh, now that's yeah. a smart Just idea. do one episode a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're smart. They'll watch it. Mm-hmm. They will. I would watch it. I'll follow you today. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm isn't... sold. <laughs> and you can do Facebook, too. I would just hit every platform. You might as well. It's so hard because... <clears throat> 
you know, you, it's so hard to aggregate your views across platforms yeah. when you really try That's to. so true. Per, it really is. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to get like some YouTube red love. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess you would leave it on there or direct them with a smaller piece in your stories to yeah. YouTube. Yeah. I mean, like if you can get, if you can get a teaser, mm-hmm. but out of like a 35 second video, what is the teaser? Uh, right. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, essentially it is. It the is. The whole thing, the whole thing I mean, thing those includes like the five seconds of credits at the end like right. they're nice micro microsodes right I don't know what that is well if it's a three mm-hmm. act one minute little mm-hmm. sketch maybe you just hit the middle somewhere with like the peak of the funniness or whatever that looks like look at this guy yeah you could probably google the formula yeah there must be because people yeah. are doing this with <laughs> webisodes all the time I see pieces of their webisodes on Instagram so it's science hey Siri <laughs> what is the algorithm to uh, promote a microsode <laughs> <laughs> She's got no idea. Oh, she's, yeah. Checking. A lot of help. You were. We don't allow any outsiders into (laughs) the studio, not even Siri. (laughs) Yeah. She don't even know. Well, thank you to Thailand Productions. Guys, please rate and review this. No. Please rate and review the show. (laughs) It helps others find our show, and they may like it, too. Who knows? Yes. <laughs> what a ringing endorsement. Yeah, it's Let's really that great. Again. Listen, if you liked this show, right. do your civic duty. Go onto iTunes, put a five-star review it's in, simple. see yeah. what you liked about it, and then share this episode with a friend. Yes. Whammy. Or email us if yeah. you weren't happy yeah. with something. Marcus and we'll be sure to read your letter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. go to church? Do you tithe? If so, you get it. If you don't, do you go? Do you donate money to NPR? If so, you get it. If you don't, can you at least just put a rating onto this podcast? Yes. It takes literally two minutes. You're sucking oxygen off of the planet. <laughs> yeah. This is all we're asking. This is the least you could do. Yes. And it's the day after Earth Day, so yeah. if that has anything to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a civil duty. Civil? Civic? <laughs> I'm going to say it's both. It is your civic duty and it's civil. Yeah. This is our third podcast in 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, and I'm doing is. Sean Conroy's podcast tonight. Do you know him? Sean Connery? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wouldn't what? that be great? If One he... ping. Order. Let's go there. Let's go there. Yes, <laughs> Sean, thanks for having me on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I haven't seen you in anything recently. That's because I'm old. That's, come on, that's ageist. No. I say things like titties, and they don't let me out anymore. Oh, that's right. You slapped a woman, too, didn't you, you bastard? As much as I could. Oh, you know what? Why did you invite me here, Sean? Because I want to talk about trauma and regression. Oh, okay. So I'm here to help you. (laughs) Nope. Uh, I've already suffered my toxic masculinity, Sean. You need to go handle yours elsewhere. Too (laughs) late. That was great. Yeah, like your Sean Connery. You Thanks. pulled that off. This is what happens. My dog, listen, your podcast is going on forever. This is it. <laughs> uh, my dog, we have a keyword for him to take a dump, and it's showtime. You're right. I didn't pick That's it great. wisely. It's stupid. No, I love that one. Here's the thing he really only uses it if I do it in my Sean Connery voice, and I go, showtime. And then he goes, he just, fart, he just like farts. He just Will he do it anywhere? Pretty much, if he has to. So if you wow. have an unwanted guest at your house, you I'm can not just have him shit in my house. <laughs> no, on the person. Oh, mm, that's a, that's a little targeted. That's too targeted, I think, for him. <laughs> he's, 
he's, he's not disgusting. But like if we're out and about and I'll just be like, showtime, showtime, showtime. I what? look around and make sure Does nobody's looking work? and then I go, showtime. <laughs> I cannot listen to this podcast on speaker. He'll have to, like, it'll just have to. Oh my God, it's great. be like, ah, oh, oh, too much. <laughs> it's so good. This really took a turn. I'm sorry. I, I liked it. I liked it. It's fine. America loves shit and fart jokes. What Shitting. do you want? <laughs> we got you. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Yes. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah it was great. This was you. great. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being Rate here. Rate and review. It's your civil duty. It really <laughs> is. Thanks. And we out. Bye.